We are back. Lyrical ones, one hundred episode. Affluent, how you doing? I'm doing well. I got the ups and the downs, the heavy and the light feelings. I got the emotions and the thoughts. I'm at a hundred. Definitely at a hundred. Full of feeling life. Got a box full of feelings. That's how. That's how it is right now. Oh man, I know. man, man. It's like a chest or a trunk. Just full, just filled up. Just that's, full. That's it. Fulfillment. And I'm and I'm not satiated. I'm still not satisfied. I need more. Still more life. You want how you living? More. We got we got guests here. We got guests. We do. We do got guests. We we're gonna get as we per usual get to our guests eventually. Not yet, but they're here. Y'all can see it, right? Um, but keeping in one hundred, um, it's funny how the little things. This is this is literally the culmination of right before getting on live right now, right? Um, I had just seen our two guests, right? And I had my frustrations of the day, right? And so in that, a story was shared about what a, what a, someone in our community is currently going through. And that helped shift my perspective about the lessons we learned. So right now, I am, I'm blessed that I get the opportunity to learn from these different things as much as I may suffer from the idea of perfection I have to accept progress and progression. Shout out to Grand O, because he hit me with the P.O.P. And I was like, P.O.P.? And he was like, yeah, progress over perfection. And I was like, I'm going to live with that. I'm going to lean into that. So shout out to Grand O for that one. Um, But yeah, that's, that's, that's the reminder of the day. So with that, as we pivot, Figo, don't go. Guest, let the people know who you are. I am Desiree LaCap, aka LaCapture, and I'm a filmmaker. Filmmaker. Okay, mm-hmm. and and where are you where do you hail from? Where do you where do you where's your existence now? I'm from the Bay Area, born and raised out here. Okay, okay. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's an honor. And now our second guest, Figo, you can go. Thanks. Hi. I'm Figo. I'm from planet Earth. Uh, yeah, no, from the Bay Area as well. We out here. Out yeah. here. We outside. We inside. We online. We live right now on multiple platforms. Twitter live. YouTube live. Twitch live. It's good life. It is. And, and just to highlight. Facebook live. Never- you never really know who's watching. Um, that's another thing that I, I'm constantly reminded of. Um, I was like talking to somebody recently and they was like, yeah, the last episode, y'all. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, sometimes it's easy to think you're just speaking into the ether. And, you know, yeah, we do have participants that pop up in the comments. So I, I always go to the comments as like, that's our regular, you know, participants not realizing there's a lot of people who passively just sit, watch, and consume what's going on. And, you know, you just don't know. So, yeah, we are live. This is the 100th episode. It is important for the fact that there is something brewing within the LO, the lyrical opposition community. And 
Figo, what is brewing right now within LO? What is currently being created now that we have you and we have Des? What is what is that? Uh, what is being cooked up? Yeah, man. Um, well, we're excited to be working on this film closely. Will it capture Des on uh, highlighting the, this house, like shedding light on the housing crisis? So we have a film titled Reentrification. Um, it is something that's been in the works way before we started. Uh, Kirk Davis and a few other folks got together, wrote up a grant um, to shed light on what would it look like for folks that are native to the land to come back. Um, and then it just evolved into having conversations and interviews with folks that have been um, that are unhoused and are now receiving services from this organization called the Firm Foundation, which is building tiny homes for folks. And we're exploring like your, your lives, your stories, and we're incorporating spoken word into it. And we have the honor to have uh, music from friends also that are involved in lyrical opposition. I see you, Sineo, and connecting with other composers that are creating music. And we were talking about this earlier with Desiree, but it's like a puzzle, you know, and we're constantly exchanging ideas of how to tell the story and properly tell the story respectfully um, of each resident. So it's a little bit of, yeah, on my side, but Des wants to expand. What? I want to expand. Yeah, do you, do you have Throw any... <laughs> Do you have um, any? Well, actually, what I'm more interested in, Des, unless you have something, do you have a a, a piece that you'd like to share? Because there's a question I do want to ask you. Um. Yeah, I just want to touch base on what he just mentioned. What we were talking about earlier, how it's a puzzle piece. Um. As we're sitting in in post production, as we're still filming a ton of things, it's like it's an ongoing process. Like. I feel like that's what documentaries are mainly. It's like you could have a script in the beginning, have a, you could have a story, but it'll constantly change as you film these new stories from the people that are involved. Um, and yeah, it's just an evolving process. So, I, but I think that's a really, the really fun part about it, it's because I don't know. There are different people who could tell different stories with the same footage, but this is how we're going to tell the stories. So, I think it's just a super exciting process. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, so what I wanted to ask you, LaCap, is how did you come up with the name LaCap? LaCapture? How did that come to be? How was, how did that manifest? Um, so my last name is LaCap, obviously. So LaCapture came from when I was living in LA actually for half a year. Um, I was, I had a roommate who I went to high school with. So we moved out there. And then, I don't know, she was just like, La Capture. And I was like, oh, that stuck with me ever since. It's been 2015. I remember I pulled up a picture recently, actually, where it was like we drew on the wall in chalk, and it was like La Capture in the film strips. And I was like, I don't know, ever since then, it's just stuck with me. Okay, nice. okay. So representing for mm -hmm. where you come from, where you've been, and mm -hmm. what you do, I see. Yeah. Um, in that, what I wanted to know is how did you get involved and working with Figo, um, you know, how did that come about? You know, like, yeah. 
had the story. Okay, so backstory. I guess he just he hit me up. Figo, how did you come across? That's what I went. Oh to. yeah, now remember I I had told you I seen the uh, the trailer for shout out to Ooze and Portia, oh, yeah, yeah. the poetic activist. Uh, I seen this like it was like a movie of their wedding, pretty much like their upcoming wedding. And I was mm -hmm. like, this is shot beautifully. And I was like, I need to see who created this. Because <laughs> I have ideas. And then I just, I, I emailed you because I want to be really official with it. Professional. It wasn't, a, it wasn't just a DM. I was like, yo, love your work. How can I work mm -hmm. with you? And then, yeah. Yeah, Great. so he yeah. hit me up. And then, you know, it's funny. I was just looking through my notes and I was with Vigo like a couple of days ago. And I was like, oh, shoot, look at the notes from whenever we talked, like last year. And um and it was so he hit me up for a music video his music video late night if y'all haven't seen it go check it out late night and then um from there we did another one probably a month or so later cafe con leche and then um yeah we've just been vibing ever since like it's not just a collaborative thing i think we've created like this bond and friendship that's super meaningful so that's why that's why i hella appreciate about it no, definitely. Those videos are super dope. Um, the trailer to the wedding, um, magnificent. I remember when I seen that and I was like, what type of hundred million dollar budget do they got? What type, <laughs> like, what Michael Bay-esque, like, what they, Universal Studios doing this? Who, Warner Brothers backing them? Like, this wedding looking super official off a trailer. I was like, yeah. it's just the visuals, the scenic the car i'll flew and take it mm -hmm. i was in that wedding and i was looking waiting for the car to roll up <laughs> That's I, the wedding the wedding was so fly you would have thought that the, the car was coming like you've seen the trailers like oh man i can't yeah. believe i'm in this wedding can't believe this this event is happening and mm -hmm. then i'm like i'm in the wedding i'm like i'm waiting it's gonna come before me it's, it's like it's is as we go pull up in it is is poetic activists go pull up in it yeah they hit their vows and like is the car still gonna come up like when is it gonna come like <laughs> it's a west coast thing they playing nips in the, in the at the wedding i'm like oh man i did not know it's coming i know it's coming um the car wasn't there but, but hey it was in the trailer uh, looking looking, <laughs> looking looking for the the anniversary because they they do they do stuff it's like that was just a preview now they in like old outlandish ads together and mm -hmm. they doing they doing all types of stuff and i was like oh and so it all started with the cap i say okay i see i see how i see how it gets down so now i'm like i'm watching bits and pieces because i'll be at the studio sometimes bits and pieces of this reentrification documentary and i'm seeing the folks y'all talking to the, the subject matter and also born and raised in uh, the bay area born and raised in san francisco and you know relocating to the east bay you get to see a lot of what was and then what's changed and so it's really exciting with, with stuff like straight out of Hunters Point and Last Black Man in San Francisco and um, different pieces touching on the changes in the Bay Area, but not an in-depth look, I think, at the impact um, 
nor in kind of what folks who are from here want for their cities, what they want for their neighborhoods, what they want for their communities. And I, for me, I think I'm really, I think anticipating just from the, the, the folks I've seen you, you interview so far and the artists that I know that will be involved, I'm anticipating just the, the, the journey for everybody and how they'll be changed um, by being a part of this. I mean, Figo, what, you know, I th we've had conversations, right? But more importantly, for those unaware, what is what is the meaning of this film? Like, how how is that manifested in you, right? Like, how does that exist and sit with you? Because I know we've talked about it. I know we all as a collective community, right? Housing, home, a sense of um, a place to rest, a place to seek refuge, sanctuary, right? All these different things have have been a part of our lives, and this is really bringing home literally the conversation of what does it mean to to understand your relationship with that, right? To have a place to stay, and yeah, like what what is it on a personal note for you that you know will can be shown through this film? Yeah, right on. That's a good question. Uh, I think it's been a like a a full circle of life, right? Literally, um, you know, being born and raised here from like San Francisco, moved to Daly City, to Richmond, just up and down, you know, um, and seeing the changes, you know, as you know, like, you know, me from when we were like, I was a teenager running around uh, the city and just, you know, like living life, and but always being um, interested in art and film. And um, long story short, like not, not to go on a full on like testimony, but um, I at one point worked at a homeless shelter and seeing the, the conditions in which the people were living in and, and hearing their stories. Um, I always had this idea of like, what would it look like to really shed light on them as their whole being, not just the specific experience that they're going through, but just to, to get them, because they all have stories. You know, I met folks that were doctors that found themselves in the shelter system, uh, folks that were going to school, that were like going to Academy of Art, developing video games. And like, these are stories that stuck with me. And it was just like a full circle experience because uh, in high school, I was drawn to doing, I did a report too on the unhoused and as time progresses you just see the numbers like going up like skyrocketing and you know it, it's like you don't even have to be super informed just look around there's like tents left and right and um yeah so anyways uh the opportunity presented itself to uh through through cross to tell the story he's like hey like um i've been working on this project I, there hasn't been much progress what would it look like for you to pick up the baton and uh from there on i was like first person i thought of was with capture i was like already like we've been vibing and working together and been able to communicate uh, like visions to her and like she brings them to life and then um and then seeing her heart in the work too was super encouraging because then it turns out as we're having these conversations now let you know let you speak on it with cat but 
you're also like it's something that you wanted to shed light years ago too and then back to you Sinio. like you worked on a film years ago around the house and around gentrification to be uh to be exact so we've all seen this growing up in the neighborhood so being able to tell these stories is like you know it's sacred it's special so um that's a long answer but yeah no it's important and it's beautiful um because you know oftentimes the message is out there and there's no way to anchor it to um what is the what's the piece that brings you into it right like we we are creatives we find different ways to create whether that's with the people around us or whether that's through different mediums right moments memories media all these different platforms become ways to engage we got king coming through with the wave um king is is watching right now on facebook shout out to king um and twitch as you can see king on the beat i caught that twice fast on it you see me moving so the thing is is that um you know it's it's important to know right how does this apply to you as much as this is you giving something to the public giving something to us as as the audience the observers um look cap what's the piece for you right that resonates that that shows that vibrates with who you are in the, the making of this production um yeah but let me yeah so touching base on a little bit on backstory of the piece that i did back then which kind of brings us full circle as well is when i first started going to college for digital filmmaking they had us create a documentary and i think i mean my first instinct was to create one on homelessness um just the all same reason as figo i don't know something about wanting to give back like i'm a big person on i mean i'm huge on wanting to give back to those because I know how it feels like to not have anything, you know? So I think I just have like a sense of urge to do that. And I think that's where my work ethic comes from and being able to showcase that through my art and what it is that I love to do is just, it's, I don't know, it's a feeling I can't even explain. Like, I think I've <laughs> talked to Figo about this before. It's like, it's unreal that I'm, that I get to do this. like as a career no oh, for sure for sure shout out to the name change of king on the road we gotta always shout out those <laughs> that choose to retire um but no going back to what you were saying right that full circleness and that sense of giving back right like to know you know like a lot of times this isn't to project on you but definitely to expose myself Going to school for something in the creative space, there's so much uncertainty. You have a sense of duty, right? Where it's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn. I'm going to make these things happen. And the imagination runs wild. But that, like, to base it out of reality is, like, the furthest thing. Because you just don't know where it's going to take you, right? Sometimes it's like, oh, dude, am I going to have to go and do this type of work as a creative? Or am I going to have to do these things to find success? And then before you know it, here you are, right? Full circle where what you started off on is now you're making a return to, right? Now, mm -hmm. me being kind of like a, the, a backseat participant in this process, right? Just being able to witness it, to be in the, the arena of it, right? The creation process, it's been incredible. It's been like amazing to see how these ideas, right? Because they're conversations at first, at best, their conversations. 
And then they turn into these actual moments of like this beautiful fluidity, right? And there's something in your perspective that I think is like it's it's something that is hard to capture, right? Playing off of LeCap. Thinking about what it means to not just catch a moment, but to create a moment. And seeing whether it's the music videos or that trailer. That trailer can't say enough about that trailer. Or just witnessing you at work doing what you do. There's a level of like grace and intentionality. And so where where does that come from like how do you get to the point of i'm in school making this documentary or even before that like when when did the camera fall in your hands to then be like oh i this is where i want to go um i ask myself that all the time because i some i'm like in the zone whether i'm editing in premiere or after effects and i'm like how the heck did i get here how did i learn all this how where like where did this come from because it just all flows naturally um, but way back when, in middle school, I was always okay with the camera. Like, I always enjoyed it. Um, I was always a person pointing, shooting at people, and kind of like just going home and editing it. I don't even really remember the process of that or learning it at all, which is kind of bizarre now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but I went to, when I graduated high school, high school, I actually went to college and changed my major probably like five times because I didn't want to admit to myself that I could go down this creative path as a career because I was so in denial because I wanted, I thought the traditional route was the right way. So it took me about like two and a half, three years in college before I decided to actually go to school for digital filmmaking. Um, but yeah, I just, it's unexplainable. I really have, no idea because even the challenges you know like the challenges that i faced as a filmmaker back then all the nights and days that i shut my own ideas down or i was like hard on myself about stuff like that and it was just like oh it's not worth it or creating things that i thought people wanted to see rather than creating things that i wanted to create um i guess once i got over or once i learned or experienced that process i started to really learn that once i have this once i realized that i have the um the confidence within myself, I was able to really step into that and know that whatever it is I create, I I love regardless. Because if I didn't like something I did in a recent project, I'm not gonna put myself down about it like I used to before. I'll learn from that and I'll do 10 times better on my next project and kind of just, just it's just an ongoing learning process. Like I love learning, it's every single day. It's like I learn something new. That's and I learned from everybody around me. So it's kind of like it's it's a beautiful process. Yes, it's interesting because we really have we can look at the conditioning of of society to tell people one, like you have to make money. And whatever you do, you have to make money. It doesn't matter that you love what you do, it doesn't matter that what you're what your inclination or what you're excited about or what you're passionate about, what matters is that you find some form of stability versus the stability of your heart, the stability of your spirit. It's, it's, it's more important that you compromise that 
to put food on the table. And what we learn, I think, as creatives is that if you find what sustains your spirit, everything else will fall in line. And I think it really speaks to the technology you were exposed to that you could come home and edit, right? It's like whatever, whatever generation you're in, if you started with film cameras, you found a way to a dark room. If you started digitally, right, you had preloaded programs to where you could view your media on, on your computer. And having that, so like, I know, like, growing up, like, had one of the first, like, QuickTime versions, <laughs> like, yeah. where, you, where you couldn't loop your video. Um, one of the first, like, we had, like, paint, and you could, you could edit, if you wanted to, you could edit your photos with paint, but you had to, like, have this patience of a, of a monk, basically, to sit and work with pixels um, in, in the, the paint application. And then, right, we, like she said, like, people don't even trip. You know, the trip, she just said Premiere and After Effects. Like, I'm, I got it on both gloves. Like, how do you want it? And like, like just being able to edit in whatever way you're needed, whatever you know format um, of media you have is is amazing in itself. But that you chose to train and dive deeper into what came naturally to you um, is very special. And I think when we find the passionate director we also find a person who's found their voice um, and we we find someone who is sought and, and searched for their voice and then learn to hear it and then acknowledge it and then assert that voice because there's there's stages where you may have been hearing your voice your whole life and then, right, say, just easily dismiss this first notion, easily dismiss this first thought, uh, just like you talked about, making what you wanted to versus making what you thought people wanted to see. And, right, like Senio said, like, there's capturing moments and then there's creating moments. And, like, whether it's Ketapan Duse right there, whether whether it's whether it's that or it's a trailer, right? You're co-creating something that was only in minds and hearts before, and mm. right, turn it in, turn it into something more, turn it into something that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> thirty-seven out of a hundred. Thanks, thanks, Juan. Juan, our test in the building. Um, and yeah, world peace is near. Wor right. World peace is near because we have uh, because we have creatives finding finding their voice 
and choosing to take that voice right out into the world. And we know as artists, when we come up with ideas before we before we press them into a medium, they're layered on top of each other. And we have to express in different ways to give them room to breathe, to, to expand and to grow into more than just ingredients, but recipes. And it's really cool to see what you've both done together so far. And like, I'm excited just that we get to experience this journey. I want to know how has uh, lyrical opposition uh, supported you or been a part of this journey with you in this uh, this reentrification documentary. Is it for me or Figo? Oh, it, or both? either one. Either one. Yes, for both of you actually. Um, I honestly think it's like the, the community I'm surrounded by, you know, and it's those little moments where we kind of just check in on each other and make sure that we're all good. And, you know, those mindful moments, you know, like <laughs> we just, what was it like just yesterday or Monday or something, you know, just, I don't know, everybody kind of just getting on the same page and checking in on each other and just sitting there sharing a moment with one another and just kind of sitting still. Um, I think that's really big. I think community with LO is, amazing like I'm surrounded by the like the presence of these people are such a blessing so I think that's probably the best part of this documentary so I'd even mention the documentary but I love the fact that I'm able to do it together like with all the people no, that's big that's big I knew yeah. you was going to say that <laughs> why how do you know um because everyone says it because we all say that because we all because we all because we all feel that way mm -hmm. and and everyone who arrives right has brought art with them right because art mm -hmm. is anyone's interpretation of the world right and whatever medium that is right if it's a joke right or a story an anecdote a simile Right, a sonnet, right? It's their interpretation of the world and their, their time spent in it. And when you bring art and find community, right, the story has more ingredients, right? And it becomes a recipe for something that's digestible to others. Figo, how do you feel like Lyrical Ops is has been there for you uh, through this process? Well, to save you like the whole story of lyrical ops and just in general. Um, Wait, yeah. is this, what do you mean? Why are you gonna save me the story? I want, I like uh, stories. No, the story, man, it's from the gate. Like it definitely shifted uh, my creative journey because uh, yeah, kind of like to your point, everyone says the same thing. It's like the community and uh, just the being able to around like like-minded individuals, or, you know, that are, yeah, like it sounds cheesy, but like just positive, you know what I mean? People think that's cheesy. It's not cheesy with that. You get what I'm saying though? But like, or overused or cliche is what I really meant to say, like cliche, like, oh, positive. 
um, but it re without without it being forced, you know, it feels like natural, like just being being around each other. And um, anyways, that was my like my first time doing a show that with lyric opposition where it was like, whoa, like folks are actually like cheering, like like supporting each other. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like real squad, like real movement. And I was just drawn to that. I was like, yeah, I want to be around a team that wants to see everybody win. You know what I mean? Um, and from there, it's just grown to this point where, like, the fact that, you know, and I was, like, I've said this a few times, like, Cross didn't have to tell me to, like, yo, I want you to, you know, to, to jump on this project. You could have picked someone else that might have done, like, you know, 10 films under their belt, you know? Um, those are moments that, like, I, I don't take for granted, you know what I mean? And being able to be in, in, a, in a team together. Super encouraging, man. I don't know. I, I could go on for days. Just the, the creative control around like people that are that believe in your dreams and your visions and you come together to create it. It's a beautiful thing. So yeah. Now that's big, man. It's like it's like being in a an artistic dojo. Yeah. We sharpen right. each Where, other up. Exactly. Everyone's strengthening, you know, different aspects of the craft and who they are as a person and and learning together becoming more self-aware find you know finding self-actualization and you know it's get 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 the role in get yeah, you know, get the slip the slip and roll classes like that that's where we're at with it like mondays like you know what i'm saying like there's there's mindfulness there's circling up checking in how we're doing like these things matter that's it. That's I true. That's true. Dodging, so it made me think of that. Well, I mean, that highlights something. You know, we know Vigo as the rapper, right? Some that are fortunate enough know Figo as the actor. I have been lucky and blessed to see the trajectory of Figo from the stage play to Figo in the theatrical film. Right. So what is the role that you're currently in? Because this is a documentary. There's no need for an actor. What are, what are you doing in this documentary? What is your role? Well, I'm directing it. So that's some. Yeah. So you're directing it, right? Yeah. How do we go from this entertainer who is in front of the audience, who now is removing themselves from being seen and is encapsulating the world around them, right? It's it's more so what's in your eyes than it is people seeing your face. So how did how does this come to be? What where did this start? Uh, man, well, I just I, I keep bringing up the story too, but making Star Wars films similar to Dad's, I always had a fascination with with the camera as a kid, and I made Star Wars films, and I was like pretend to be a Jedi and doing Nelly covers and like 50 cent covers. It was great. Uh, it's a good era, but that developed into like wanting to tell stories with it. But I didn't know that's what we we're essentially what we were doing. I see your cat. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I always, I mean, I, it's something that it's literally like a dream come true to keep it a buck. Like I remember going, uh, having a conversation actually with Des as we were like creating these music videos, like, yo, do you trust me even with this role like this? You know, I may not have even like all the terminology and technical skills, but I do have a vision of the direction I want these these stories to be told. So 
Yeah, that's a big part of it, honestly, too. Like having a team that believes in Mike. For the introduction of this film, I see a land acknowledgement from a lonely elder. Like I think bringing up an idea like that could be like there could be pushback if it was other folks, you know what I'm saying? Or another company like, oh, well, we want to make sure. But just having someone that I could share that idea with and be like, yo, that's dope. Or like, I see where you're going with that. I see the purpose behind that. Um, yeah, man. I, I, So, yeah, that's why it feels funny to be like, yeah, I'm directing it. But also seeing how it takes a village and it takes a community to like direct it to. Like it takes like bouncing off ideas like with you, Cineo with you does having Alex sit back and be like, yo, I like that scene, that part. You know what I mean? Like these are, um, it would be foolish for me to just be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm fully like, no, this is community. This is a puzzle piece. I may be able to like fill a big chunk of this part of the puzzle, but I know Des sees something that I'm missing here and she can bring in like quite a few amount of those pieces in and then Cineo catch something and so on and so on. So um, I think the role of a director is also being able to collaborate with with many folks like from the music to the poets the so yeah man I'm, I'm just super fortunate like but i am owning it that 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 role i'm really like stepping into that and that's been a big i used to be super insecure about it so it feels good mm, oh, I, can it, i just say the growth that i've seen in figo though like as a creative director is it has blossomed so much since i met you like since our first video and it's just it's it's so i don't know it's an honor to witness that because i already know we're just going to keep growing and going and glowing and we're just going to be doing big things i already know there's no doubt about that we got a bunch of comments coming in just to go over it tribe Coke west feeling relaxation and kicking at the same time with local ones for episode 100 um this episode got me bugging out love y'all movement and storytelling um yeah you gotta stay moving it's important to stay moving um some of the other ones uh tribe called west watching from queens right watching from queens this is midnight encouragement so it's appreciated that you're watching this that you're that you're here with us kinks to coming back want our test coming back um you know it's it is a community this is community this is taking ownership right we we know there's a housing crisis going on in the world. You don't have to you don't have to be anywhere. You can just look around you. At all times it's in your face. It's prevalent. It's it's the square footage of where you're currently at, right? It is it's where your family is. It's where you hope to be, where you are now, where you've been. You know, uh speaking to the past and and how these things shape us, right? It is important to, to be mindful that not everyone's home is necessarily a home. And I'm saying that because in this film, there's a theme that people keep bringing back. And, you know, there's something that I feel like ties to success, our definition of success, right? It ties to failure. It ties those in different classes, different races, from different upbringings together and you know Figo what are some of those themes that you see as you're you're creating this film that are are you know bringing people together yeah um, well one of the questions uh, 
it's like almost like an icebreaker, but like what makes a happy home? We, we're asking every resident from, you know, from the the actor that's, you know, that's been uh, films to the CEO running the company, you know, we're asking people from all walks of lives, what makes uh, a happy home? And this question is universal, like, and it it's interesting to hear the different responses we're getting and the different emotions that are coming out of that, you know what I mean? Um, and also showing, like as today, we were, we we're actually capturing a bunch of B-roll today and seeing how neighborhoods have a life of their own, different neighborhoods, like literally you go up from, we were up at Knob Hill and then the lower you go, the funkier it gets, you know what I'm saying? And, and what I mean by that, it's like, why, like, it's just, it's so odd. Like, why aren't, uh, why this division is so clear, you know what I mean? Of the, the classism that exists, you know what I mean? And there's still beauty. There's beauty in the struggle, of course, you know what I mean? Like, there's families that live in these communities, but some things that, it, like, shouldn't be normal for a kid to see some of the, like, a park shouldn't be near down the street where all this drug activity is happening. But yet up the street, there's, like, these, like, mansions you know what i'm saying um anyway so just kind of tripping like san francisco I, iconic hills and going up up and down these hills and seeing this world we live in and how how clearly it's divided you know what i mean just to keep it a buck um yeah anyways keep it a buck on episode yeah. 100 of the lyrical yeah. ones mm-hmm. podcast <laughs> that part yeah um lacap what is your cat's name um, his name is Butter. Butter. Can y'all see him? Hey, Butter. What's going on, Butter? He's a tuxedo cat. Tuxedo. Say what's up, bro. James Welcome Bond. Welcome to the Lyrical One. Line. Welcome to yeah. the Lyrical well, One. Say, say thank you. Is, the, is this the first cat on Lyrical Ones? I don't know. Is it? I mean, I it's the it one for the 100th so. episode wearing a tuxedo. I know that's for sure. <laughs> Ooh, look at Came you. ready for Shining. the party. Came through for the party, coat shining yeah, and all. For real, look at just that. left the Met Gala oh. and is here with us. Thank you, <laughs> Butter. Thank you, Butter. So, I say bye. <laughs> so, LeCap, the um, the thing about this this process, right? Mm-hmm. How many, outside of what you did in school, how many movies have you worked on? Hmm. Outside of school, how many movies have I worked on? Honestly, probably one short film that I did like years ago. Um, other than that, it's been more like music videos and trying to incorporate storytelling in those music videos because I'm really big on wanting to to create a story um, or just storytelling in general. So whatever chance I get, whether it's in a music video or even filming weddings, it's like there's a story in that as well. You know, so depending on how you put it together, it's kind of you're creating a story with the with the memories that you're capturing. Oh my God. Okay. Nice. Okay. That's one thing we say about the community, the folks who listen to uh, the podcast, that everyone is a lyrical one because everyone has a story. And we appreciate that, that you look to tell that story, you know, and whatever you know, whatever event or whatever subject you see fit to tell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for myself, I love the idea um, 
of art starting me somewhere and taking me somewhere else. Um, mm-hmm. Even in a still a still life, I'll start right with myself and then venture into this painting. Um, or I'll start with a song and musically, sonically, it'll st- take me somewhere different than where I started. You know, or you know, in in video projects and visuals, you know, that I could start, you know, kind of start with a black screen and and then take it on a ride. <laughs> exactly. Would you think I was just rapping? Nah, tell right, telling telling stories out here, you know, changing lives and it's you know it's, it's uh it's something I think I, it's admirable that you you know that even in the sometimes what people think is mundane or everyday events, you know, like a wedding, that you know you choose to you know, bring more life into it, bring more depth into what's happening because like you ain't got to call it a story, right? You just say you know. They they met, liked each other, got married. Here's the party, you mm-hmm. know, and you know that you would you know look for more in something that you know people say. However many weddings happen in a day in this in a city and in you know society, you know each one can have a story, you know, and they likely will have a story if you're involved. Let me just say one thing. Sorry, Dad. Uh, that's something that super stood out with Desiree, with LeCap, is her attention to detail. Like, when I tell you I've worked with, you know, other filmmakers, video folks, this was like, I'm talking about, and I remember telling Cineo, like, yo, like, there's a whole, uh, you know, write-up around the vision, right? And breaking down scene by scene, shot by shot down to the lighting to the clothing to the location to the time in which that look you don't know, talk like organization is something that off the gate i was like yo i need that in my life just to keep it <laughs> <laughs> and um so there's just there's many skills and because you know there's a lot of talented filmmakers talented singers rappers the, the list goes on of artists right but the hard work is, I think, what obviously we hear this a lot, what separates folks from others, right? And LeCap definitely is a testimony to that because she only, not only does she bring the talent and skills, but the hard work and attention to detail, man, I'm telling you. Um, so super grateful. I just want to give you your flowers as we're on here because it's real. I appreciate yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. just just look look at her set right now. I mean, it. it 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 took it took maybe you know eight times for her for get it the way she wanted, but she I, exactly, Senio. I'm like I'm yeah, never like, using he's, this, he's this, up. this this light. Yeah, you better arrive, Senio. Quit, 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 quit playing. <laughs> like Man, I'm never I'm you. never use I'm never using the regular yellow light again. Oh, that's not the way. I, oh look, I, if you go to, he's like, let me get this. Let me let me switch it up on them out here like this. Let me get this strobe going. I'm over here. I was like, I'm. There you go, Cindy. Right now. Look! Look at that. Look! Look! Look at what! Look at what the capture that done to, to the lyrical ones on the episode. Look! Yeah. It ain't even. It ain't even the same thing no more. 
Like even mm-hmm. though the cat, even though butter is moving it in and out, it still don't disrupt the composition of the shot. I know I'm glad. Look, Senior up his his frame <laughs> she's, up. She's like I'm changed glad. the whole game, you know, because <laughs> the attention to detail is something that we all appreciate. And more importantly, LeCap, like where do you where do you think that came from? Right? Did it was it you know like for me, right? Speaking for myself. My need for attention to detail is knowing that I'm I'm like I'm trying to convey I'm trying to convey something and knowing that there's no part that is bigger than the other, right? Like I'm a I'm a big believer that we have to treat this as a whole composition to the most like to the the speck of dust, right? Like mm-hmm. I need people to know that there was care put into this and I know that there's someone who's gonna see these little details and like, oh, oh, they knew that, or they they went there, or they tried that, and I and I it resonates with me. So I want to know where did that come from for you? Hmm, I want to say there's there's a couple words that stuck out to me years ago. It was preparation, like this was going into 2020, I think, or 2019 or something. It's preparation dedication, commitment, consistency. So I think just the preparation and dedication, it's kind of like, kind of what you mentioned, I have this vision in my head and I think I know the way to execute it is kind of drawing it out and really knowing that preparing for a big production shoot is kind of the way to go. Cause when you're on set, like it, it's never gonna go smooth, but you just gotta roll with the punches, right? So whatever comes your way, you gotta be ready to, you know, catch them curveballs. But I really think that the preparation and dedication just keeps coming to my head because I'm so dedicated to what I do that I think preparing for shoots or for even if it was a wedding that I was filming, like just preparing for all that is really important to me. And I love writing, like writing and physically and seeing it on a paper and looking back on it. Like it's, it gives me a, like, it's just so cool to look back on all the, all the stuff that we do. Um, because it also shows me how far I've gone and how much I've evolved and grown, not only in like the creative aspect, but generally and personally. I mean, are you a, like, would you consider yourself a person that journals from time to time? Or is it like, is the journal the planner? Um, no, I... I find myself journaling, like I could tell you, I can't, I mean, I can't even tell you how many notebooks I have. Like I probably have a notebook for my creative ideas and I have a notebook for like venting and I have a notebook for like manifesting and kind of like seeing how I see my future. Like it's, I love journaling overall. So I, I that just helps me in all aspects. Yeah, I got like t- times 10 <laughs> of that. But yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I got my my own little library of uh, notebooks. Those are just the ones I could reach right now. I mean, the lighting <laughs> takes up space. This backdrop, you see, this all takes up space. So I can't get to everything. But I, I feel you in the sense that there is there's so much that can be seen in reflection, right? Like, I think of the people in my life who have passed and the journals they leave behind. And now having this new perspective on who they are because they gave me this literature, they gave me this piece of themselves that extends beyond me being able to ask them a question, right? The, 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 the most enlightening thing is 
I could probably ask some questions and the answers would be totally different than what I'm receiving in two ways. If there's a date associated with what they're writing, they have they have captured the moment as best as they could and now have transcribed it, right? If I ask them 10 years later, that answer is farther away from the details and the black and white of what has been written, right? And knowing that you are a creative person, that you are, you're capturing memories, you're capturing the imagination of people, yourself, those around you, the people you interact with, there's something profound about having this this legacy that's traceable, right, to the details of like, right, just as you said, saying with ego and being like, oh, the notes from last year when we started working on X, Y, Z, right? To now, we're in a whole nother arena, right? Going from music videos to think that it's almost like in my feeble little mind, the stair steps of like LO exposure, right? It's like the trailer, to the to the videos right the music videos to now there's a production that is a full-on film about something that is so enriching right just going to the comments real quick musty Rhodes came through and said the project is going to be beyond bionic i mean i believe so beyond bionic beyond iconic beyond symbolic <laughs> beyond all the ics um also saying that it's a very clean concept of truth telling and the perspective on the american dream in parentheses right in quotations um and also musty rose is listening in from cody wyoming i'm gonna assume musty rose is a play on dusty Rhodes. um shout out to the wrestling fans out there who participate in getting some healing so much shout out to the american dream dusty rose <laughs> Sweet dreams for all those that may be going to sleep soon or will be going to sleep after this. But more importantly, right? Um, yeah, I just think it's it's profound to catch that, to to capture, you know, not just the film, but the the, you know, what are the what are the notes, right? What are the details? What are the things that are going on? Right. We all have lives we live, we all have things that impact us, whether it's helpful or harmful. And having these reflective moments to get in the actual moment i think is is just important right and i'm not saying everybody go out and journal but i think it's important because you get to reflect on your growth on your progress on what it is that you've learned as you've developed your skill or does it develop yourself overall that's that's really what it is um now lacap you also do messaging right i've i've definitely have been uplifted impacted in the most healthy of ways the most supportive of ways from your your short form videos that you put out where did that come from um yeah so your soul speaking sessions i really think i've always been wanting to because i've gone through so much um especially in the, my early 20s i'm just such an advocate for wanting people to know that they're not alone um, because at one point in my life, like I wanted it to be over. I didn't want to be here, this, this and that, like, you know, so I really wanted, wanted to just spread light on the fact that it's okay to be broken. Like it's okay to not be okay. Um, and just kind of sharing my experiences. Cause I know a lot of people won't be able to relate necessarily, but in a way I'm hoping that it will help at least kind of shift their perspective on things because it could be hard. Right. There's days where it's like it's hard to get out of bed, but like a little forcing and pushing could kind of help gain that momentum back or 
just journaling and kind of letting that all out. Um, so I think that's where it comes from. I just wanted to shed light on on people and just create this world where you feel safe in um, and to know that you're not alone. And because I know it's it's been hard on a lot of people. Um, so and I know how that feels like. So I just wanted to kind of help in that way in any way I can. No, I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate both, right, the soul speaking sessions and you doing it, putting in the effort, the work. It doesn't go unnoticed. Um, it is definitely uplifting, right? Um, and it's, it's yeah, it's amazing. Um, with that, Figo, right? Figo, what has the transition been like as a creative going from being this performer to now playing this kind of like this role where it's best if you're not seen, for lack of better terms. What has that been like? Yeah, I love it. I was just, yeah, it's, this feels like a definitely an ongoing conversation. But yeah, like it's something, I don't know, I really enjoy kind of playing the background. And I really, or like seeing, you know, for example, we did the Oak Life show, which was phenomenal, Sunio and, uh, but being able to, you know, reach out to different artists and envision what would it look like to have a lineup in a specific order and then playing off uh, folks is just, yeah, just their their vibes. I think uh, the film is a lot like that. It's like, okay, what would it look like to have this uh, poet? Because uh, for those that don't know, the, the film will have poetry and it's spoken words. So figuring out which poet could shed light on this person's story. And um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying it, man. It's, it's just back to just uh, loving uh, community and, and yeah, and having that that communication where I could exchange ideas with people and, and just fall back after that and let them, you know, show their magic. It's, it's really dope. Yeah, no, I think it's important um, to have a boundary. And to be able to know, right, when and where to engage. Because just something as simple, you recently had a performance, right? And you had me a camera. And I went wild with it. I was like, right, no one would have known it was me. But I had so much fun in the ability to capture the moment from different angles, different, different frames of view, right? Like, it's something about changing the medium that is it's just nourishing right like if you know some people are so fixated and and become so consumed with like that one thing right and it's like you know le cap is behind the camera and in front of the camera right and in both roles it's a purpose right whether you're literally hearing le cap speak or it's what le cap is capturing from the from the people who are engaged whether it's the song right it's like it's taking that and then adding that extra layer that dimension of humanity then getting in front of the camera and doing the same thing right very direct right it's this this subtle really subtle flow of how do i maintain that consistency speaking of what the said right that 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 same striving for being true to your core, being true and authentic to your inner and whole self, right? Whereas Figo, right? Your music, there's a message there. It's not lost. It's not something that 
you have to dig super fine or people then have to go and transcribe you know sometimes you may need to but you don't have to go and find the definition of anything it's felt it's it lands on you it's healing it's whole and then yeah that ability to then go from the stage to then be like all right it's not about me right it's about the story it's about these people it's about capturing you know the the things that i've seen offhand right this is the hundredth episode but this is also an announcement of the transformation of Elo and its growth. That in this, I'm seeing people being given a platform to be applauded, right? That's what we try to do here at Lyrical Ones is applaud our people. And here we are in the midst of this documentary being made. And I see that that, that same level of appreciation for your community, that same level of awareness to take the time out to give the attention to detail for to the people who you could drive down the street and complain about right oh man they just ruined this neighborhood these tents all lined up on the street not realizing there's a whole story of things that have happened for this person to end up in this position right there's a whole life that lives in this tent that has experienced love maybe has experienced hate has experienced what it means to have and then to not have, right? To make do with whatever little you can gain. And, you know, I see that in the way that you both have been able to, you know, just capture these people in their, their where they are now, right? In this moment, but also giving them the chance to shed light on how, what's the context behind this, right? Where did they come from? What happened? How did we get here? Um, because, what you don't see when people often are looking at rather than engaging, rather than acknowledging they're a part of the community because they are community members, right? They just, their means of living is different than yours. That's the only thing. It's just different, right? Because you can easily walk into someone's house and see there's chaos, right? The, the floor can be clean. The bathroom could be immaculate, but the tension and the emotion and what's going on within the walls, right? But we won't judge, right? Because they have what others don't. They have a home, they have a house. Yet within the confines of these very veiled, very fabric ridden, textured, right? These tents, there can be love. There can There's be- a story. There's all yeah, it's a story of something that is appreciated, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. And now here we are acknowledging it through the two of you, right? We're 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 getting a chance to see what is going on when people aren't given, right? You said that the film starts off with a land acknowledgement, which for a lot of people may be very jarring, but I think it's one of the most beautiful, like cinematic moments that showcases something that I have not seen. Maybe my ignorance is just so profound, but I have not seen the indigenous people of the Bay Area be so immaculately, so graciously, so beautifully represented right. and have it be tied to where we currently are as a country, as a world, right? We're talking about the people 
who often go unacknowledged, more recently have been acknowledged, right? People have taken the time to talk about the Ohlone tribe, the people who were the original caretakers of the land, right? And now here you are, right? And people are getting a chance to see that, to know that, oh, before the colonialism, before the consumerism, before the capitalism, before the technological revolution, before any of these things took place, there were people here that were taking care of the land, right? They, they were one with the land, right? They were the ones that knew how to control the fire, right? We always talk about California and all the smoke. Little did people know, right, that a lot of the tribes indigenous to this land were able to manage the land using the fire, not being lost to it, not having their life being destroyed because they were one with the land, right? And so now here we are, we're witnessing a time of evolution that's being captured by LeCap, right? That's being captured by Figo in a way that is so not just wholesome, but done with a level of intentionality and artistic creative merit that I have not seen. I've seen movies that talk and touch on aspects of what's in this film. And when the film is released, you'll see that it definitely ties into some of the more popular movies. It's, it ties in, like I'm telling you, like I'm just saying, the things that are being pulled off behind the scenes. Y'all got to applaud yourselves and give yourself props because it caught me off guard. I was like, wait, what? Who, who in this? How? Y'all got who to help with what? Oh, okay. We see what y'all doing, right? But it's important because it goes to show that the people who often will scoff at the person that is struggling, that is looking for housing, right? You'll applaud someone when you see them in a movie, right? You'll applaud them when you know that their name is attached to a brand or to something that has such significance and dominance in popular culture. But those same people, they understand what's going on, that they have taken the time to want to support these two creatives and bring in and highlighting something that is just so important and it's often just gone undiscussed it's not given the time of day right from the people who are intense to the people who are originally here there's an acknowledgement of people on the most basic of humanitarian levels to just acknowledge to just That's give right. them a chance to share their peace to share who they are and to be seen and so you know i just I wanted to say that because it's important to not only applaud y'all for the work that y'all doing, right, but to know how it impacts me to witness it, right, to have That's seen right. the trailers, to have seen the segments, to have the opportunity to work alongside y'all in different capacities, to know that this is feeding the soul on a level super unseen. Now, I don't know if, if I've been so focused on this camera, I haven't been able to look at the screen. Has there been any comments that have popped up? Yeah, yeah. Um, Axel Blaze Skate. Yeah, Streets Shout of Rage out. 3, which you know what it is. I mean, we got to go Streets of Rage 3. I'm going Streets of Rage 2. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Come on, Streets of Rage 2, baby. Yuzo Koshiro, holla at your boy. Japan, we on it. Um, but was Skate in Streets of Rage 2, though? Yes, of course. Axel oh, right. Blaze Skate, Um, they were in 2 and 3. And, two and you know, we'll, we didn't talk about nothing else. But this is the main thing I need <laughs> oh, to hear dang. while I was eye scrolling. <laughs> 
Great to hear. Oh, see, Axel Blaze Gay came through with them bars. Okay, this is the main thing I needed to hear while I was side scrolling. Great to hear and see truth through the arts, right? In the streets of rage, right? There's a syndicate, Mr. X. He has taken over the city and he has corrupted it through crime and within the police, right? And the this this game that came out years ago in the 90s, there's a lot of echoing in terms of what we're experiencing right now in our right. current life, in our current form, right? But Axel Blaze Skate also said, there's always an origin and genesis to everything, bars. Thank you, Lyrical Ones, for shedding light amongst the chaos on the journey and stages and all that y'all do. Look, man, I, I don't know what's going on, but wh whoever out there, whatever, the Lyrical Ones, the man, like, y'all getting with it. Like, for those that know, there's some layered textures in there that y'all ain't even peeping, right? It's pixelated, <laughs> but when you been with it. out, you're going to know they've been, they They've been with it. They've been lyrical ones. That's real. I mean, everyone's everyone's lyrical. And, you know, yeah, amongst the chaos on the journey and stages and all that y'all do, it's appreciated. Thank you, Axel Blaze Skate. Um, you know, it's, it's important that um, we highlight everyone, that we take time to rejoice in everyone's existence, and yeah, this this documentary, I believe, is doing that. Um, Vigo, with that being said, right, what is something that you that you're looking to convey? Right. You don't have to give the full on. You could just give one aspect of what you hope people can take away after watching this film. That's a really good question. Um, just look around. Like, literally, just look around. It's like. It, I was talking, actually talking about this with Des too, about like, we're not here to like, how do I say this, uh, pick a political side or a, you know, whatever narrative that may come from this. It's more like, let's pay attention and let's start a conversation around like folks, these are basic needs. Like everyone, regardless of your political view, religious, um, your sexuality, whatever, everyone deserves the basics of a house, a house, a roof over your heads, food, shelter, clothing, right? And yeah, overall, that's, if I were to sum it up, that's what I want to convey in this. And also to, you know, see yourself in these folks like that. That's, you know, a lot of these conversations, I saw myself in a lot of these residents and I'm like, I don't know, it's just, it's been humbling. So that, that would, that's the way I would sum it up. Like, yeah. Thank you. Oh, it's all good. Most definitely. LaCap, how can people observe your work, get in contact with you if they're seeking your support and services? I know you're busy with a film right now, but <laughs> what what are the ways that people can just, yeah, see what you've done and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, get in contact? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram as LaCapture Visuals, and then I have a website www.lecaptureproductions.com that showcases most of my work that has been released. And then I'm also active on TikTok if you're trying to learn tips and tricks for filmmaking. So those are my platforms. LeCap <laughs> in the building. What, what's the, the um, Cap? what's the TikTok handle? Um, I think it's just LeCapture. Okay, for sure. Yeah, it's the capture. I think. I don't even be on there like that, but I'm about to be on there like that because I'm trying to <laughs> learn. You see this lighting? It's immaculate. Yeah, it is. 
it is. Three point lighting that you was hitting on. I was like, oh, I can't hit three. This three, it look ugly. When you what what are we doing? Man, I'm about to bring my reflector, my softbox out, and about to I'm about to re re up for one oh episode one oh one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to it. I hope (laughs) I hope so. We out here. Got me messed up. He's showing you I, out. I've been I've been on my low budget. I'm I'm okay with him, him showing me out. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. And I I'll let that. Yeah, see that yeah. I I need him to have that have that love. He can have that. I'm I'm retired. <laughs> Figo, how can people get in contact with you? Support you on this journey of you know artistry. Yeah, Figo Navarro. Um, yeah, ego with an F in the front. My, my last name is Navarro. N A V A double R O. And also tapping the lyrical opposition. We be cooking. We be cooking organically, local and organic. Hello. <laughs> um, Alfluent, any final words or thoughts for the great audience participants of Lyrical Ones, episode 100? Yeah. Uh, there's been more gratitude added to my my chest of feelings. Um, gratitude for these two creators, these two artists, co-creators, these uh, visionaries who choose to share the stage so that they may collaborate to form a message made up of many voices and I'm a something that one of your interviewees uh, told me a while back and it's something that stuck with me <laughs> yeah how do you pronounce that 100 <laughs> don't, don't forget the H um, but Pastor Kirk Davis said that we should pray to be brokenhearted um, by the folks who are experiencing injustice. Um, that we should always be see that injustice and be brokenhearted for it. Um, and it made me think about the frequency of each person's heart and that each of us has this little transistor radio that we could fine tune it to the frequency of others that we might hear them. And like Figo said that, you know, we would look around and see ourselves in those who are residents, right? It's like, let's not get it confused that the unhoused are still residents of the areas that we live in in the, in the met- metropolitan area. They're still residents here. And it's important that we see them as neighbors, but more importantly, that we see them as as family. I feel like the more we see each other as family, 
the more we treat each other that way. And everybody's family dynamics is, is wild and crazy. Um, but also your family creates your emotional activations through interaction. And I think the more diverse and complex your family is, the more we can be empathetic to to others, the more we can be empathetic to the world. And we always we respect each other and love each other by listening to our stories, listening to our history. And I hope that we can all, you know, learn some new new stories, her stories and his stories that we might learn about those origins and genesis of these lyrical ones around us. These everyone has a story that we could learn from each other, love each other and listening, learning, learn from each other and and grow towards something that's that's different beyond the status quo, something that's uh, beyond the attacks on the impoverished that we see in in legislation because that's what's happening we see in we see in that with legislation right now um when you start to control tr when you have male lawmakers trying to control women's bodies and outlaw contraceptives we know that it's attack on the poor Martin Luther King talked about it before he was assassinated when he started to speak about jobs. That the impoverished deserve better. And that everyone should have basic rights to provide for themselves and their families. And when you start to handicap people, then you start to see, hey, okay, this legislation, you know, what's happening is policy is trying to attack folks who who have less. And I think these lyrical ones, I think these creatives, the capture, Figo, for telling the stories that we need to hear and bringing the stories to us, this the stories that that go overlooked and the stories that get unheard and the stories that of the people that get looked over um, and left out so i appreciate y'all and 100 we made it and i will never skimp on lighting again hey you know it it still look good i feel like we like everybody's in a different movie um, I won't get into into all the details of the movies, but definitely, Alfluence movie looked like something's gonna come creeping up over his. Um, I guess it would be your right shoulder. Yeah, um, yeah, it just it has that vibe. Like eventually something's gonna yep peek right right behind from the from the veil of the curtain, and then it's gonna snatch you into it, and then we're gonna have lyrical ones. Who knows? So. With that being said, as we often do, if there's no final words from our wonderful guest, Figo, any final words? Hey, congratulations, man. This is 100 episode, man. So, you know, I just, we you talk about commitment, discipline, determination, dedication. And a P. 
Like straight up, man. Preparation. Preparation, man. Like y'all made this is this is history. So I just want to encourage you guys and to continue doing this great work. We was talking with Des and we I know the conversation about having it in the studio um session. Uh coming soon. That's it. But congratulations <laughs> for real to both of y'all. Cause y'all y'all Thank hold you. it down. They're gonna look back at some of these episodes and be like, dang, like, you know, they a lot of times people are seeking news and, and other forms of thought. You know what I'm saying? You guys are, yeah, you're leaders in that. Right on. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love y'all. Des, any final words? Yes, I just want to touch on that or add on to that, man. Congratulations. When I heard it was the hundredth episode, like that's dope and it's inspiring. And thank y'all so much for your dedication to this because I don't know, it's inspiring. And it's only gonna it's only gonna keep going. Because <laughs> you go with the wine. Celebration. Turn up with the wine. That's right. Um, but yeah, culture. thank y'all. Keep it cultural. Yeah, that, just, that was just for like you know the, the pop bottles. Yeah, it's not bubbly, but it's still alcoholic. So hey, I appreciate it. So it works. It works. It still works. Um, it's for the aesthetic. More importantly, we're four episodes away from episode one hundred and four, which means we at two years coming up. So that's 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 really solid. That's really solid from. From a solid community, a solid producer, and we got more, got more stuff coming. Shout out Shannon coming through <laughs> on the hundredth. Congrats! This is exciting. L M A O popping bottles. Oh, here we go. <laughs> As we look, look what you didn't start it for you. <laughs> All I got is a phone. Oh, and I got this duster. I don't have anything. Before <laughs> <laughs> I set my mask on fire. Shout out Juan Artest. Congrats to 100. Keep up the pace. Game. Blouse. Shout out to the producer. Abe, what's up? We Shout out to Abe. Got us here to 100. Oh, oh, I guess that's what happens. Yay. Because the, the, the number's still going. So we hey. here. We here. That's what it hey. is. I mean, we, the number's still we love going. Y'all. It's, it's still, we still live. Hey. We love y'all. We. This is the after after show now.
So um, as you can see, the 